problem that you don't know that you have in your business. It's the most common problem, but yet the one that people don't try and find a solution to. I'm posting every day, but nothing's happening. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. Hi, I'm Katie Schofield and I'm a permanent makeup artist and trainer. I'm obsessed with all things lips, eyeliner and eyebrows. And as well as being a supplier, speaker and educator, I want to help you grow your business and reach permanent excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Hi and welcome back to Permanent Excellence and we're here in Louisiana. It's a beautiful day here and there's a few reasons why I wanted to do this podcast here today with this guest. Firstly, we're in America and my job allows me to travel all around the world, meet people, um, actually take my business to other countries. And I remember when I first started training, I was 39 when I started training, 40 when I actually touched a face. So if I can do it, so can you. And uh, I remember thinking, oh gosh, you know, eventually I might be able to travel. I might be able to go somewhere like America. And I kind of imagined myself drinking champagne on a flight going to America. And then the other day went, hang on, I've done that. <laughs> this is now reality. And the reason that I wanted to bring this guest on, because this is my colleague, Mindy Churchill. And the first thing that anyone says about Mindy is that she has seven children, seven children. So the reason that we bring that up is because if Mindy can do this, anyone can do this because what we hear all the time is, oh, I'm really busy and when I get in and I've got so much to do with the kids, yet we get it, Mindy gets it more than, more than me. We get it, but if so, Mindy can do this, anyone can do this. And also, besides being a great artist, trainer and having seven children, Mindy is an absolutely um, expert saleswoman. And this is what we wanted to talk to, to you about today, about the problem that you don't know that you have in your business. So, welcome Mindy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's my pleasure. And um, so, let's just talk about your sales record because Actually, you've sold $3 million of permanent makeup services and trainings just over the last couple of years alone. Yeah. How does that feel? I don't know. It feels a little crazy, but I just, I enjoy it and I know it helps people. So it's, that's, that's fun too. I think that this is part of the issue because people don't talk about sales. We can sell people skills training all day long. Um, everybody wants to do great brows, great lips, great liner. No one wants to be a salesperson. No. Why is this? Well, there's this negative idea about selling. No one likes to be sold to. So why would you want to be the person doing the selling if you know people don't like that? Uh, but I look at it a little bit differently. I really think of it as helping people um, I know the services that we offer, uh, whether that's uh, a service like brows and eyes or lips or coaching or mentorship, they help people. They literally change lives. So why would I not want to help people do that? I I've experienced it myself and it was incredible. So if I get to help others, like, yes, I want to do that. Well, look at just how I opened this podcast today saying, look at us, we're in America, yeah. we're here together. Our jobs allow us to do that. If I, somebody sold me training in brows. Absolutely. I took that training and this is where it led to. Yeah. I'm really glad someone sold me brows. Me too. <laughs> me too. I, I, why do we always think, oh, they're not, 
pestering I bought the thing. I did it. Why do I automatically assume that they don't want it? So what do you think that people's problem is with sales? Because what we're hearing a lot um, at the moment is I don't have enough clients. Yes. I can't fill my books. I'm doing everything I can. What, yeah. is, what is the problem? So you alluded to this before when you said everyone wants to like, be a great artist. And you should. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to offer this as a service, it should be something you can deliver. But being an, a great artist alone is not going to automatically fill your books. It's um, pretty simple, honestly, from a sales perspective to talk to a, a potential artist or a current artist and getting more skills. Um, that's the easiest sale for me. Um, it's, oh, well, you want to learn this new service? Great. This is how you do it. Talk with this artist. We've come in for these days. Um, but it doesn't matter how great you are if people don't know how to find you or don't know you're there. And that's the marketing part, which is great. And you need that. But if you stop at just marketing, like I've been running Facebook ads, but they're not working or I'm posting every day, but nothing's happening. You've learned the skills, you're doing some marketing, but you're missing that last step. And that last step is what pays you. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. You have an expensive hobby. So this is the part where it really becomes a business and we wanna, well, we just skip over it. No one goes searching for sales training. We search for marketing help. How do I create content? How do I create great brows? And you need those things. But how do you put more money in your bank account? How do you get more bums in your chair? <laughs> and there is, it is yeah. a process. And I think that people naively, and I was the same, were you the same, that you think that people will see your work and magically book in. Yeah. And, no one and explains it that way, but we all have this idea. If I just, if I, if I post it, they will come. No, no, they won't. No, maybe 10 years ago, when Instagram was brand new, I think that's kind of how it worked. Mm -hmm. uh, or we were told that's how it works, but it hasn't worked that way for a long time. So people are gonna have to be salespeople. You, you going are. To, you're going to have to be a salesperson because none of us, I think, well, when we start off can hire a sales team. Yeah, you're either, well, you are a salesperson. You're just a good one or a bad one. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, in all in all areas of your life, you're you're selling even if you don't recognize it as that's what it is, it's exerting influence, helping people. There's lots of things you can call it, but in this context, it involves an exchange of money for services. So we, that's clearly a sale, but it, it's in every area of your life. Yeah, like even when you're convincing your husband which restaurants go to, which I'm very, very good at. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're selling. I'm like, oh, I'm sold. We, so we say those things like, oh, you sold me, take my money. But that's, that's what's happening. And if you're not doing that effectively, it doesn't have to feel yucky, gross, or slimy, but there should be a way where you can offer the service that you have that you believe is going to help someone. I'm very passionate about that. If what you're offering doesn't help them, goodbye. Like yeah. wish them well and send them on their way. If you can't help them, like that's not a good client. That's so true. And I think that, what do you think is this negative connotation with sales? Where, where do you think it comes from? Because we really struggle to convince people that this is the this is the problem you have. You know, especially if you're doing great brows and or great lips, great line. If you're doing great work and you we see it in so many forums, I, I'm posting every day. I'm mm. doing before and afters, and yet I'm getting nothing. It's like, 
Well, if you're marketing and you're marketing effectively, and, and people do seem to know that they need to market. Yeah. I don't think that people think they need to learn the skill and not put it out there. They know right. they know they're going to have to put it out there. And they they start. But then they stop. And there is something that happens with the engagement that we call maybe on your social media or yeah. with advertising that you're doing. That there is a way of yeah. responding and nurturing and communicating with people that is sales. And yeah. this is the massive problem. And like you said, without that, you don't have a business. Mm-mm. You can't pay your rent if you don't have people in your chair. And this is... I think we really struggle because it's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Well, I, I think what it come, what it boils down to is being unattached to the outcome. Because when we say, oh, I don't want to pester them, that's really a reflection of you and your needs and what you want. You don't want to feel like you're pushing someone. Mm-hmm. It's not having, turn that around and think, how do I serve this client, whether they book with me or not? I'm really, really strongly opinionated about being unattached to the outcome. Um, I think that's where the sliminess comes in. Um, if we take just poor used car salesman, but it's it's a stereotype for a reason. If you think of like the stereotype of, of working with a used car salesman, you know that feeling of when you're being sold. And it's because you don't feel like they're there to serve you. Mm-hmm. Maybe partially they are, but it's the end of the month. They've got numbers to re- to uh, he or she has a family to feed. They've got bills to pay. And when you start to sense that it's not, they're not looking out for just your interests, our guard goes up mm-hmm. and we immediately become distrustful. So I think that's where the sliminess comes into because our world, whether you like it or not, is built on sales. Ideas, commerce, products, um, life doesn't happen. Even before money, there was they were trading things. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. It was still yeah. a sale. So I think it comes back to being unattached. If you can genuinely offer a service, a training, a mentorship to someone and just offer that to them and say, I feel like this would help you because of these reasons and I can do this for you. This is the price I charge. Do you feel like that would be helpful for you? And keep the fact that in your brain you know, okay, I've got rent due, I've got this renewal that's due this year, this month, and this needs to be paid, and keep that separate. No one's asking us to operate a business without being paid. Mm-hmm. No one is expecting that. But when that translates into your communication with your client, that's when we get that pushback and that yucky feeling. If they sense you have some, some stake in their decision, you're 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 not gonna like you're gonna lose their trust. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have a great conversation, and you'll never get to what the real objection is. But that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other, <laughs> that's con- a whole other conversation. Objections is another conversation, isn't it? On on sales. Um, but I think we can all remember a time when we had somebody selling us something, and it made us. I, I had one physically. Re- yeah, I had one recently. Do you remember that I was actually went into the conversation ready mm. to give someone money? Yes. And I was like, oh, this I'm really I'm, talked me out of it. I'm sold. I was sold because of yeah. because of the opportunity and the conversation. She unsold me. Yeah. The way she, I, I could hear the desperation. I could hear um, that this was not about me. And what yeah. was in it for me, it was totally about what was in it for her. And I actually went, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And I and I actually wanted to say, you need sales training. 
I know someone to help you with <laughs> I know a great girl for that. <laughs> I think that's really, I, I know that's what it comes down to, is making people feel seen, heard, understood, and that the thing that you're offering them will help them they're, if they're able. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're a genuine potential candidate and, and can give you the money and trade for that service, they, they will. Maybe not today, but tomorrow. That's, leave that door open. If you're pushy and they sense that kind of like, oh, she was a little trying to run her business and had bills to pay. Mm -hmm. They don't begrudge you that, but they don't want to feel like that's pressure that's put on them. Yeah, especially with something as important as a, a face tattoo. If you feel that someone's just desperate to take your money, that will, yes. it, because it's such a position of trust. And so sales should be um, cultivating a trusting relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every part of sales is, comes down to know, like, and trust. Yeah, those are the three things, aren't they? And that's what our marketing yeah. should be doing. And then the sales bit is just wrapping all that up. It ties it all together. I call it a stool. You call it a triangle. Yeah. Um, but if you remove one of those legs or one of those edges, you have to have good skills. You have to have great marketing. And you have to have good sales. With one of those pieces missing, it's not going to stand up. Yeah. You don't have a business, then, no. do you? No, no, they, they really do tie together. And this is the piece. You go to any conference, no one's talking about sales. No. No one. They will talk about it. And, and Marketing. Also, this was the thing that bothered me. I remember at a conference that we went to recently, there was different workshops. And one was on marketing and sales and branding. And it wasn't that well attended compared to how to do some shading. And I'm thinking, this is what you need. You're all complaining. You've know. got no clients. This is what you need. Oh, every Facebook forum. Like, oh, I'm seeing it's really slow. What are you guys doing to get... It's the most common problem, but yet the one that people don't try and find a solution to. Oh, absolutely. In any business. And don't want to find a solution. Mm -hmm. And actually, part of me understands it because when we come into this career, it's always, I want to make people feel happy. I want to do great work. And yeah. you're coming at it from an artist's point of view. Mm -hmm. So what artist wants to learn a follow-up system? <laughs> she does once she realizes rent's due and she's got problems getting clients in. Yeah. But that's not, the, they're not asking the right questions. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing, like following up. I remember back mm. in the day when I was starting out and People would inquire. And I remember someone saying, well, did you follow up with her? And I remember physically recoiling at the idea of contacting someone again and saying, um, how are you feeling about that? Do, do, you, do you want to come? You know, I was like, and I, I literally would not do it. Oh. I wouldn't do it because it, it made me feel sick, the yeah. idea. Yeah, that's broken. Something is wrong with that approach, with that relationship, definitely with that dialogue. Because it should feel like you're just picking up, they're not all going to be your friends, but just a conversation with an acquaintance. Oh, hey, I, it's, it's been a little while since we've talked. How was your trip? Uh, and also, these people reached out to me. Yeah. They expressed interest in my services, and yet I felt so disgusted, like physically disgusted <laughs> at the idea of, of contacting mm. them again. Whereas I, myself, am someone you need to follow up with. Yes, I appreciate it. I'm so busy. You're looked after. I'm so busy that if my hairdresser get, rings me and goes, probably do your hair oh yeah. thank you thank you yes please book me in book me in but i need to be followed up with yeah. and if i need it then other people need it everybody's too. busy many times they want to reach out to you they're it's they're thinking about it every morning when they're in the mirror messing with their eyeliner or their brows or 
trying to fill their books because they're like, why is this so frustrating? They think about it, but they don't have that, there's not that trigger that's, oh yeah, I really need to do that. It's, it's early in the day. They don't want to text you really early or they think about it late at night or whatever it is. You just showing up and like, hey. I, I think about my hair on a Monday when they're closed. When they're closed, <laughs> yes. Every Monday I go, yeah. I need to book my hair. And, oh, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, can't do it today. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Just mm -hmm. if it, even if someone tells you they're not interested, it's not personal. Yeah. It's not personal. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing you a favor if they're saying not now or you're not the artist for me. You're like, well, Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> they saved you the trouble of having to tell a red flag client. Mm. I'm not sure that we're the best fit. So if um, if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh my God, I, I have a problem with sales, which unless you're booked out all the time, you, you probably you do. do. You probably do. And also a lot of people don't have a system. No. It's just hit and miss. And a lot of the time it's miss because they're not trained in how to speak to people and yeah. things not to say. I remember... I remember a sales call when I used to work with somebody else who was in aesthetics and I remember someone ringing up for the for uh, inquiring about lip filler and her going off on a tangent, you know, giving too much info mm. and going off on a tangent and saying, well, you know, I have to tell you that there is a, there is a possibility, you know, I know I do do this because, you know, we don't want to get your necrosis and your lip turn black and your lip fall off and everything. And I have to say these things because um, I remember the girl just went and I, <laughs> and, and I said, I think you killed that sale there. And she said, no, 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 no. I have to tell them. I have to tell them. And I was like, they're, they're, you basically unsold your own treatment that is a fabulous treatment, you know? And it was, it was yeah. the, you know, really, really bad sales. So people don't know a lot of the time that they're bad salespeople. Yeah, you don't want someone to be uninformed. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... Yeah, but a, bar a barrage of things that could go wrong on a sales call was, it was just the wrong time <laughs> and the wrong approach. <laughs> Yeah, I've caught wrong wrong number. Wrong number. She just went. She just put the phone down. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not for me. So if someone is listening to this and going, I may have a problem with this, and I didn't know because I, I I'm trying to work on my skills and I'm yeah. I'm working on my marketing, but actually I don't have a follow up system or I don't know how to talk to people and I'm scared of contacting people. It makes me feel weird. What should they do? Contact me. Reach out. Mm -hmm. well, let's have a call and we'll talk through it. And if we can help, I can help. I'll tell you. And if I can't, I'll point you in the right direction. Okay, so I'm gonna say that um, I'll leave your um, details. I yeah, mean, where, if, if they listen to the audio, how can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at amplify underscore ink, or you can find us at VIPMU Mentor on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll put your um, YouTube links underneath Absolutely. the YouTube as well. So because I think for you, it makes you really happy when people mm. take sales seriously, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, it's taking your business seriously. We, I, I can see from your work when you're taking your skills seriously. Mm -hmm. I can see when you're trying to create content, you're taking that part seriously. Most people just don't know. Mm -hmm. They're not like, oh, I refuse to do that. They just don't realize that it's just part of it. No one's explaining it that way. And, and this is part of the issue of solving that problem is you don't know you have the problem. So you don't even search for the solution. No, you're not searching at all for the right things. No, you're searching for how to do better before and afters, how to make my nano better because you believe that that yeah. is the thing that's going to get you more clients. Mm -hmm. You don't think that actually if you just responded to all the engagement that you have in the right way. And served your people. Yeah. Just asked them good questions and cared for them, which seems so logical. Like, of course I'm doing that. Well, are you? Yeah. Are you though? Yeah.
there's uh, there's maybe there's some things we could tune up or find where your leaky buckets are and see see what's missing it might be it's simple yeah it could be just the thing of formulating a, a, a way of uh, like not a script so much but a way of speaking to yeah, people but an outline and then having uh -huh. a process where you know I mean, this is how I first talk with them. This is typically what I do next. And then things move along in a progression so that you don't lose them. Because if you lose them along in the process, you you lose money and they lose out on that service. I remember as well, um, a long time ago, I think I've probably told you this story where I didn't have a follow-up system for the people that had booked, you know, for the um, oh, color base. Yes. Um, I just kind of expected them to get in touch and I would book them in. I mean, it's before I even had a booking system. It was, everything yeah. was very, very basic. And I kind of just lost touch with the client, but I would see her on Facebook. We were friends and we, we had mutual friends. And then some, one of my friends actually brought up, are you not going to go and get your brows redone? And she said, I don't think Katie wants to see me. She's not been in touch. Oh. And she took that silence as me not wanting her back because that can be read as that. She didn't feel cared for. She expected you to provide good customer service. And and I didn't have the, f the facilities technology yeah. time. I probably did have the time then because I was still running things in that basic yeah. pen and paper way. But I didn't, have, on I, your radar. But I didn't have a system to follow up with how many people, mm. you know, how long had it been? Yeah. I didn't even have the diary, you know, the mm. booking system to go and look back and see who was possibly due. So she felt, all she heard was nothing. And she was she took that nothing as Katie doesn't want to see me, and that is how not looking after and nurturing your current clients cost can you. feel. No, go in, it'll cost you money. Mm -hmm. So she went. She probably went elsewhere Ugh. because she just felt like she said, oh, "I just didn't think she wanted to see me." And so many artists will tell me, "Well, I don't want to bother. When they're ready, they'll contact me." I, this is your business. They're your client. Mm -hmm. This is part of your job. It's not necessarily the glamorous part, but it allows you to do more of the thing that you love. And also, we always say about um, like color boosts, if you leave it too long, you end up back at the beginning. Yes. It's not a refresher anymore. So you are serving your clients by saying, yes. if you come back now, you know, it's going to... Makes it easier for you too. Then you're not remapping everything. Yeah. You can, if you... But it's for them. It's one session rather than leaving it, letting the yeah. work go and then they're back to two like, again. Oh, I didn't know. I, it's, not, it's not their job. It's yeah. not their job to know all those things. They come to us and trust us to, they've been trusted with their face. So it's essentially for having those systems, those processes and knowing how to, mm. to nurture people without being pushy because it shouldn't feel like that. No. It should feel natural. No, it should never feel pushy. You should be serving people. If they don't feel helped and you don't feel like, oh, this, this was great. I got to make money and help people and they got what they need. I grow my business. Then something's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, and as I said, this is why we're doing this podcast here. I want you to be in your career thinking, I can have that. Mm. I can travel. I can have colleagues in America. Mm. I can do all those things. And then to start taking your business seriously, because no one's any different from us. No. We just, we just have got these things in place. Not necessarily immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, we learned some things the, the hard way. Um, but that, I want that to inspire you that however old you are, however many children you have, um, or wherever you're at in your career, um, whether you're doing things with a pen and paper, whether you're just getting started, having these systems is going to be what... Oh, it's changed. It's life-changing. Yeah. And, and having, the, having the ability to sell is what is going to... It's the only thing that's going to carry your business through, yeah. really, because 
marketing great skills great you do need them but sales are that's how you get paid that's how you get paid that's how you get paid that's that's it without it it's um well you have a you have a very short-term business yeah and that's frightening and it's frightening for a lot of people out there and so i'm really happy that we can help offer a solution yeah. because getting good at this is what is going to take your business to new heights oh absolutely you can't do it without it yeah absolutely well i'm so glad you were here to talk to me today um we're gonna have a lovely rest of our day don't know what we're gonna do but it's a lovely sunny day here in louisiana in america and um we'll look forward to seeing you next time